All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am Pig, comma, DJ. Pig, comma, DJ. So we're doing, isn't there some sort of, uh, there's a definition for that? Is that like MLA or APA form? No, uh, it's don't like SA forms. Whatever, yeah. Uh, you just gave your last name and your first name, and, and it kind of threw me off there. But uh, welcome back to All You Need to Know. For you all that are listening, it's been a week since we did a podcast uh, for DJ and I, it's been maybe two minutes. Yeah. Uh, so we just finished up recording that last one. Uh, forgive us if anything happens uh, with Chuck E. Cheese that is negative in any nature before this episode comes out because right. we did record this, uh, I guess, a week or almost a week and a half prior to this episode coming yeah. out. But we love the idea for this episode, and I just realized that uh, I said the topic name before we got to the topic transition. Um, so I apologize okay. for that, but it doesn't really matter. I don't know why I'll, I, I always get worked up about that, but this is an exciting topic, um, because I feel like everyone has a connection to it in some form or fashion. Yeah. I'm very, very interested to see Just as we distant, talk, vague, childhood vague memories. childhood memories of this place. And it's kind of like a Mandela effect too. Like I think, I think several people remember it very differently. And so that's why I'm excited for us to get into it, to see if, Either of us have conflicting uh, memories of the Rat Palace, right? That's yeah. as some people call it. Uh, I'm excited to get into it, like we did with last week's episode, and we might need to start this trend if it turns out to uh, make fans and listeners happier uh, that we get yeah. through the, the intro a little bit faster. We're going to do that again. Uh, so without further ado, this is episode 267. Today's topic, Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, DJ. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. no, no, no. I actually, you know, maybe let's let's try that again and, and again? try to link it up. Okay. And we'll say it like you did. Okay. Uh, maybe move the microphone a little bit farther away so okay. our audio doesn't peak. Yeah. Uh, maybe we do this every week where whenever we get to the topic transition, we both say the topic at the same time. Yeah, so excitedly. This is episode two sixty seven. Today's topic. Chuck e. Cheese. I didn't like that. No. I regret immediately saying that we, maybe we should try that, but we'll keep it in the podcast just just to save us some time for editing. So, Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, where have you been? Uh, because it's probably in your local Living outlet mall under a rock. Yeah, uh, it's it's in your town or near you somewhere. Just type in Chuck E. Cheese near me. Um, you know what the E in Chuck E. Cheese stands for, DJ? No entertainment so it's get chuck, out of here it's chuck entertainment cheese you're jerking my leg i'm not jerking your leg i am uh, most definitely not jerking your leg uh, we're sitting actually very far apart in the studio uh chuck e cheese the e stands for entertainment and that makes sense right what did you think it stood for what could it have that was for? his middle name maybe Irvin. it is his middle name is entertainment there's chuck, no chuck entertainment cheese and a lot of people think that it's Chuck E. Cheese. No, Chuck E. Cheese. It's Chuck E. with a period. Shouldn't it be Chuck E. Cheeses? Um, well, it would. That would it be, have the implication that he owns the restaurant or the franchise, right? 
uh, he's more of a mascot. He doesn't he doesn't own it. But I do understand what you're saying because like it's McDonald's, right? Um, but it's not Burger King's, so it doesn't it doesn't necessarily apply to every restaurant or establishment. Mm-hmm. But I see I see what why you were asking. But yeah, the E in Chuck E. Cheese stands for entertainment. Uh, I guess no, nah, it's gonna be Irvin. Maybe Irvin. Uh, from time to time, it could probably stand for E. Coli, but it's hey. actually oh. entertainment. And rightfully so, because it's an entertaining it's place. It's an entertaining place. How it all got started, I won't go into in too much depth. Um, if you, I was just actually talking to you about this. John Oliver, uh, yeah. a, the host of Last Week Tonight on HBO, or I guess Max now, uh, instead of HBO Max, which is, that's yeah. so stupid. I saw a fantastic joke the other day. What was that? About HBO Max changing to Max? Yeah. It said HBO Max changed to Max. Oh, is now it Peacock? It's your, now it's your turn, Peacock. Yeah, hopefully they don't. That would make that a would lot of sense good. Uh, for them to change. You get a lot of confused people. But anyways, John Oliver uh, hosted the show last week tonight on HBO, and he did a whole 30-minute show on basically the history of Chuck E. Cheese and how it came to be. It was fascinating, uh, and that kind of inspired me to touch on Chuck E. Cheese, uh, but I didn't feel like it'd be right for me to just copy and paste what he Probably did. Probably should not touch on Chuck E. Cheese, or you will be banished from that establishment. Yeah, yeah. And the way that they went into it was very in depth, kind of a historical look at it. Uh, so if you wanted to look, if you wanted to hear more about that, yeah. you can go and and seek that out and watch that, uh, and then come back to our podcast, or maybe finish our podcast first and then go see that, mm-hmm. just to make sure you you don't get caught up with something else and not listen to this whole episode because it's going to be a doozy. I've just got a good feeling about it. But how it got started is a guy, uh, basically, and his name is not Charles or Chuck. Uh, I don't know what his name was. But he, he saw sort of a an opportunity in, uh, I guess, the uh, business landscape business. or entertainment business uh, and said, hey, where's a place where kids and adults can go to have fun? Because there weren't really any places like that for a whole family to go. I guess air quotations, a whole family, because I would venture because to say that. most of the that, time it's divorced parents well, taking their kids. that's not what I was getting at, but that is true in today's uh, age. But I was getting at more along the lines of, like, do adults actually have fun at Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. But he came up with this idea, like, hey, let's just serve kids pizza Let's create sort of an entertainment thing for the parents mm-hmm. uh, while the kids are, you know, eating the pizza and having a good time. So then it's like jokes that this uh, rat uh, ends up, you know, telling that the parents can get at a level, but then the kid also likes it because it's a talking rat. Or whatever. Right. And I believe, I, I don't necessarily remember how it, it came to be or what animal it was supposed to be at first. The guy ordered a mascot costume that was supposed to be something else, and it came oh. in uh, and looked like a rat, or they accidentally sent him a rat costume, and so then that's that became the mascot for he Chuck E. Like, Cheese. He was like, let's just roll with it. it. Yes. And we open tomorrow. Another fascinating thing about Chuck E. Cheese is whenever it first opened, Chuck E. Or Chuck e. Cheese yeah. had a Jersey accent. It, and it was, and he was like no. offensive. He talked the way that he talked to people was offensive in nature. Oh, that's fantastic! Yes, uh, and I can't do a Jersey accent. Or oh, else come I on! Would. Yeah, you can do one. Yeah, get out of here, you little porker. 
Yeah, so Chuck E. Cheese was literally up on stage talking like that. Oh, my god! You'll have to look it up because that was one of the things that I couldn't believe whenever uh, I watched that, that documentary, if you will, about Chuck E. Cheese. So that's how Chuck E. Cheese came to be the mascot of the restaurant. Um, and then slowly it started to get bigger, right? Because you're like, okay, this is clearly working. P- people are enjoying this. How can we improve on this experience? That's whenever you actually got to see uh, the band, if you remember the Chuck E. Cheese band, right? Yeah. The big, the big rat and the purple gorilla and the hound dog with the cowboy hat. Uh-huh. And then it was, uh, who am I missing? Oh, it's like a it's like a girl. It's like a girl yeah. uh, bird or something. Yeah. I think it was the four of them that made up the band. And... <laughs> And they just played the hell out of some songs, right? Was it always like robotic electronic? Yeah, it's, it was always an animatronic band, and they okay. made those and sent them uh, all over the place. Now, it's interesting to see now that uh, as, unfortunately, Chuck E. Cheese's are like closing up shop and going out of business, um, all of those bands, for the most part, were already wrapped up. But Chuck E. Cheese has a clause in their ownership contracts with these people that open up franchises that if the Chuck E. Cheese store is to close down, they are required by law to destroy any uh, Chuck E. Cheese costume or animatronic. There's another video that's that shows a woman who apparently owned the Chuck E. Cheese that's just sitting there with a sledgehammer <laughs> hitting the Chuck E. Cheese head outside of what the Chuck E. Cheese used to be. Oh. So there's all kinds of really interesting fun facts about Chuck E. Cheese, but I do want to get into more of our memories with it because yeah. we sit there in the restaurant. I can close my eyes and imagine chomp, chomping on a piece of pizza and looking at the animatronic band and maybe one of them's not working right or Chucky's head stuck it in the yeah. right direction. And whenever I say right direction, not like the correct position no, like he's it's looking stuck. over his he's right looking shoulder. over his right shoulder and it doesn't look natural yeah. uh, so I remember the band and that was a fun feature that Chuck E. Cheese added uh, then they slowly got into those you know putting games in the, within the building um, I know some of them have like jungle gyms and uh, there's some big old Chuck E. Cheese's out there that yeah. you know feature even more things like I, I'm sure there's one with like a go-kart track or uh, oh, man. you know this or that you know it, bumper cars whatever mm. it is so the thing that I remember the most, though, whenever you went to Chuck E. Cheese, uh, it are the games and uh, the gross, sticky playground that like went up and above it's a German the entire nightmare. restaurant. Yes. So many sticky, gross, grubby children's fingers. Mm-hmm. And they're like touching their nose, probably touching their butt and then and slapping. Grabbing a ski ball. Yeah, grabbing a ski ball and whoop, right up the ski ball chute. Uh, then they're running over to their mom and like touching her arm and then running back over to the wacka Chucky and like trying to hit Chucky and using the hammer. And I never once I, I, I've been to Chuck E. Cheese plenty of times and never once in my memory recollection do I remember someone disinfecting any of the, the games no. whatsoever. And how do you even disinfect the the jungle gym up in the top? You burn it. I guess so. You burn it. Because an adult can't fit in those tubes. No. So I don't know. Maybe and, they've got a... And it would be too hard to disinfect Child labor, there. maybe. Maybe they send a kid up there like for an extra 
piece of pizza or yeah. some tokens or something. I'll get you ten gold coins. Yeah. If you go out there and clean that. And if somebody would have some to- Clorox wipes. If someone would have told me that whenever I was at Chuck E. Cheese, there's a good chance I would have done it. But you got all these games. What was your favorite game at Chuck E. Cheese that you remember? Uh, I mean, ski ball was always good. I liked the basketball shots. Yeah, basketball shots. Like the shot. racing games. Uh, Ooh, they had. They always had. At least the one that I went to had like a uh, snowmobile uh, racing yeah. game. Yeah. And it moved around and, and shook a little yeah. bit. That was always fun. I really liked, you mentioned the basketball one. Do you remember the one that it, it was like Chuck E. Cheese themed, but it looked like a big sneaker? Do you remember that one? No? Yes, but what was it? It was, was a basketball. It was a basketball. They had a basketball goal like yes. in the back heel of it, and then it came down to the toe of the shoe. That's where the yeah. basketballs were turned, and you shot. It was for, I think, smaller kids. Uh, but even whenever I was probably too big to use it, I would I would go and, yeah, and shoot Yeah, because they don't it. put an age limit. No. They I mean, don't. There is no age limit on fun. And then I know that I have a lot of uh, pictures kind of just circulating around uh, my family of, you know, like y- you sat down in like a car with Chucky uh, and it took a picture of you or something. I don't yes. know if you remember that. Yeah, I forgot about those. But a lot of fun games. Uh, sometimes I was brave enough to get up into the jungle gym, but I always thought it was I was kind of claustrophobic, I guess, and I didn't really realize it. I didn't mess it. with the jungle gym all that yeah, much. Yeah, I kind of stayed out in you the open. You don't get tickets for the jungle gym, Quinn. No. And the band... The band Listen, was killer, and they played like every fifteen minutes or something. A little creepy. A little creepy. If I didn't you're realize it at the time. Like I wasn't scared of him as a kid, but I think I always thought it was kind of weird. Like I know that's not real. And the thing that kind of confused me is you've got Chucky, and he's a rat, which is weird on its own. Because why would you base a restaurant around the thing that most restaurants don't want in their building? Yeah. Um, then you've got the the anthrop- anthropomorphic. I almost messed that up. I'm not even drunk right now, and I almost messed it up. Uh, Girl, chicken. um, Bird. Yeah, bird, whatever. Then you've got the hound dog with the cowboy hat, and you're like, you never really ask questions about why he was a southern uh, hound dog, but it made sense. Those are all animals. But the the purple thing that played the piano... Was just a thing. It's just a big old thing. I I think the story was just that it was an alien or something. I think that was the name of the filibuster, if you will, and I'll, and I'll try to figure out uh, all the names of the of the Chucky band yeah. members. Well, I just... But you said they were like creepy, said, right? They were, yeah, they were always kind of creepy to me because, like, it was always very calculated, like, when they would blink. It was like it was on a timer, and sometimes they didn't blink, and, you know, they always, like, rotate in a very robotic way, yeah. which is just very strange. I, I don't know. I was never crazy about the band. I liked the games... And I like trying to like get as many tickets as possible. So I didn't pay attention to the band as much, but I knew they were there. Apparently, uh, it was Munch's Make Believe Band is the is the official name of the Chuck E. Cheese animatronic yeah, band. They they weren't making me believe a daggum no. thing. No. Um, let me see if I can get a little bit more information on this. I just want to know what the purple fella's name is. I think it's Munch. Oh, whoa! It was his band. Yes. So, so it's Chuck E. Cheese, and Chuck E. was just a member of the band? Like, he just played the Chuck cymbals? Chuck E. Cheese, uh, it says here, was lead and backing vocals. Uh, Helen Henney was lead and backing vocals. Mr. Munch was lead and backing vocal. I guess they all are lead and backing vocals, and he played the keyboard. It's like the Eagles. And then Jasper T. Jowls was the uh, hound dog that played uh, the acoustic and electric, electric guitar. Apparently there are some other... Band members, though, that we left out. Pasquale 
P. Pieplate played the drums. I don't ever rem remember that one. Um, and then there's some other ones. I think Munch Jr. It maybe. So Mr. Munch, Mr. Munch had a kid, apparently. Um, let me try to oh get some more gosh. information on Mr. Munch here. Um, Mr. So Mr. Munch is the big purple one. Yes. And it's his band. Yes. Why would they make the band? Why about wouldn't it be Chucky's band? Why yeah. wouldn't it be Chucky's band? It looks like uh, Mr. Munch replaced Krusty the Cat, uh, the character Krusty the Cat. Yeah, that, I'm sure that Krusty, an animal named Krusty. Yeah, also replaced a character named Fats Geronimo, uh, which was, <laughs> that's a great name, <laughs> a keyboardist, songwriter, and band leader. Um, doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I just, Oh, so Mr. Munch is a monster. Uh, it's a male. And... His birthplace was planet purple, so he is uh, of another planet. He's not from Earth. Um, it says personality. It says personality here: uh, slow, dim-witted, and friendly. So that's good to know about Mr. Munch. So he but, was dumb. Yeah, that's the nice way of saying he wasn't all there. But he's from a different planet. You got to give him a break there because he doesn't understand, I guess, a lot he of stuff. He can play an instrument. And why do I not remember Pasquale? The the, I think that was the offensive Italian drummer. Maybe the band at our local Chuck E. Cheese only had four. I don't remember all of them that were there. Like I said, I didn't pay real close attention to the band. Yeah. But still, that is fascinating that it's not Chuck E.'s band. It is, it is a, uh, what would you say, an upset, if you will, uh, that Chuck E. Has, a, has the restaurant uh, but didn't own the band technically. But we've talked a lot about the band. I didn't expect to talk that long about the band, but it is an important fix, fixture of Chuck E. Cheese. Right. Uh, another important fixture is the pizza. Uh, Dude, so the pizza was underrated. That's what you're there for, and thank you for saying that, because maybe it's just that childhood nostalgia that makes me think that their pizza was actually pretty good. All I remember really about it is that the pans that they used had like these little indentions on the bottom, so whenever you ribbits. yeah, so whenever you ate the pizza, there were like kind of like these called. tiny little holes in the yeah. back. It didn't push all the way through the pizza, right. but it, it just kind of went against the crust. And I don't know what the what it, what its purpose was, but for some reason, I liked that texture, and I thought the pizza was good. And now, like you said, it you was, know, maybe it was just because you know it was solid. I mean, I think around. it was better than the Little Caesars. Oh, by far, and it's funny because. During the whole pandemic thing that, that happened that uh, thing. back in 2020, yeah. they changed their name. Chuck E. Cheese changed their name on all those food delivery services uh, to like Pasquale's Italian Pizzeria. Mm -hmm. And so people were unknowingly ordering pizza from Chuck E. Cheese. And I think someone finally figured it out. Uh, and then there was like a, there wasn't any sort of controversy about it. I think people laughed it off more than anything, but good on them for kind of adapting to the to, to the, the situation times. and the times and, and trying to stay afloat but i always remember the pizza being pretty good i know that they had a salad bar too i think um and as kids you know you didn't really worry about right salad that much yeah. um and i can confirm because i've talked about this before and i've talked about it as if it's the past tense but select locations of Chuck E. cheese do still serve beer and wine so really parents can go to Chuck E. Cheese with their kids, let them run around and drink Dr. Pepper and eat pizza and slap other kids in the face Yep. and watch. I don't think they have the band anymore. Um, I think they got rid of those, 
uh, which is sad because I always thought that that was one of the cooler parts of it, well, especially if you had your birthday party there. I mean, at some point, like, those guys are up there 24-7, 365. Give them a break. Right? Yeah. Like, they need a break, and yeah. I'm sure the costumes were a little worn out. You had the robotic half of the face. Part of it looked like the uh, Terminator. Yeah. Like, Chucky looked Ooh. like the Terminator. If a little part of the, like, the the, clo- the cloth fell yeah. off. Yeah, that's true. That's a little scary to think Just about. Just down, man. Um, but yeah, parents can go and get hammered drunk at the Chuck E. Cheese. And then uh, I think a comedian at one point said, like, hey, I'm not seeing any Ubers picking up kids and parents at this Chuck E. Cheese. These, these dads are going in and drinking a pitcher of Coors Light and then driving their kid home, which isn't super safe, of course. No. But again... Good on Chuck E. Cheese for figuring out how to make money. It they they said, how can we bring kids in and not create an environment to where the parents like, oh gosh, I right. gotta take them to Chuck E. Cheese. You give them a pitcher of beer. That's you right. give them some wine. If, even if it's not good, you know, at least it's there. Yeah. And your kids something to dull the the yeah. pain of being there right. as an adult. And your kid can just run around and you can just sit there and throw back some beer skis. And that doesn't right. sound like a bad deal to me at all. No. I'm honestly hoping that Chuck E. Cheese is still around whenever it... Yeah, drink yourself a beer while playing some skee ball while oh. your kid is sneezing Beat, in the... Yeah. Beat your kid's ass in skee ball and then oh. shotgun a Coors Light. That would be great. That's a time right there. I'd that like sounds to, more like Dave and Buster's. I'd like to make that happen. Yeah, Dave and Buster's kind of came in and, and stole some of Chuck E. Cheese's thunder. And there's a whole thing, like I talked about earlier, that show that they did. There's a whole thing where competitors entered the market, and it's a very interesting story about how Chuck E. Cheese persevered. Yeah. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese even has a movie. They have a feature-length movie. Uh, and I'll, I'll see if I can find the clip and show you oh after this, gosh. DJ. Um, there is a scene where Chucky and some of his friends heckle a hot blonde, and I'm and I'm like hand to God serious about that in the featured length movie. Like in the restaurant, um, it's it's like because that would be funny. There's some sort of uh, I think the premise of the movie is like Chucky and his friends have to win a race in order to win some sort of prize, and so there's like oh, somebody so it's, it's like a kids movie, sort of yeah. Kinda but then of. but then like they they ogle over a, a blonde that walks by, no. and it's just super no. I want super inappropriate. Listen. <laughs> I want a movie, a Chuck E. Cheese movie, uh-huh. a Chuck E. Cheese movie, where they're like estranged. The bands broke up, but they're still they're like estranged friends, and it's somewhere Ooh. like a mix between Ted and Bad Santa. I think that that's great. That would be hilarious. Getting the band back together. Yes, yeah. and it's just disastrous the whole time. I and think that that would just be great. Like alcoholics or yes, recovering drug addict, overweight. Yeah, I think that that's great. And maybe Chucky is kind of a a Michael Bluth type from Arrested Development where he's trying to keep the gang together yes. but things just keep happening. I think that that's yes. good and we'll reach out with an email to Chuck E. Cheese to see if they're interested. That would definitely help mm. and I know a lot of people would go just to see it but uh, yeah. the, the, the problem would be is they'd have to sign off on that and uh, getting the rights to those characters might be a little bit, bit challenging. Well, right. But you know what else was challenging at Chuck E. Cheese? Getting tickets. Um, yeah, which I, I looked up. They're a little cheap with their tickets, aren't they? And sadly, uh, they are discontinued. They don't have the tickets uh, anymore. I think it's a, wow. a, sw- a card swipe like most oh. of those places are now. Um, nothing will ever compare to the feeling that I had of taking all the tickets that I had won over the course of my time at Chuck E. Cheese. To get a pencil? Um, to get a pencil, sure. And 
uh, taking them to the ticket muncher. You know, you would just feed these tickets in and you would see how many tickets you had at the top. It would print out a receipt. I swear that thing miscounted, too. I think so, too. It undercounted. Um, I think that they use those same things for the last election, the the ticket munchers. I'm just kidding. That's that's an inappropriate joke to make. But um, they're discontinued, uh, which is sad because now kids don't get to experience the ticket muncher. And now they just swipe a card and then they hand the card to somebody, yeah. uh, basically just preparing them for life whenever they have credit card debt. Um, But that's a good point that you mentioned earlier. You spend probably $30 in tokens Mm -hmm. uh, and play games and things like that, and you get the tickets back just to win a prize that's probably valued around 25 to 50 cents. Not dollars. I'm telling you, it, it would take you 200 tickets to get a pencil with a big eraser. Yeah. Or something like or you had, a, a you Chinese like, finger trap, which like six thousand tickets to get one of the decent prizes that you could just buy at Walmart for fifteen bucks. Yes, you would be better off just going and and buying these things at a regular store. Yeah. But there was some sort of a sense of pride whenever you yeah. whenever you went to the thing and you could actually afford, you know, one of the bigger prizes. Yeah, lava lamp. I think that a lot of those prizes, um, like I. I just an example. Of course, this doesn't necessarily date back to whenever I was mm-hmm. there because it, the the dates of everything don't line up. But let's say that Chuck E. Cheese has a, a PlayStation Five up on the wall. That's just a box. They don't actually have one. No. They were just because nobody's ever going to be able. To, they're yeah. never going to have enough tickets. They to set win it. they set that ticket price to where it's like okay, someone would have to come in here every day and play for three hours for five straight years in order to get enough tickets to. To yeah. get this PS5. Yeah. They um, sold the PS5 out of it. They sold the PS5 out of it probably in the back parking lot. Yeah. Uh, and they just kept the box and they're just trying yeah. to entice kids to come back. And one, of the, one of the gifts is like an ashtray that mm-hmm. is obviously been used. Like maybe yes. the employees like go b- out back and smoke a doobie on their break and yeah. come and back in. <laughs> a lot of it, a lot of it, I feel, if I remember correctly, is like candy, like really cheap candy. I remember stale getting old candy. I remember getting candy bracelets, um, which was always weird. Like now, I can envision myself as an adult, like putting a candy bracelet on and then eating the bracelet, just and it just doesn't awful. make sense. And you it's get gross. Sticky. Because where have those uh. wrists been as you've been at Chuck E. Cheese? They've touched the ski balls. We've I've never said ski balls so much in, in thirty minutes in my entire life. Listen though, that that I I guarantee you, the people mm-hmm. that. Went to Chuck E. Cheese and, and played the games wholeheartedly and just chomped down that pizza. Those are the people that really built the immune systems to get through. That's true. That time that period time that, that we, we mentioned. Yeah, that we never say by name. That's 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 true. Chuck E. Cheese probably did strengthen a lot of immune systems. Not that they meant to, but uh, just a byproduct of being there. Yeah. Um, and another way that it could have done that there what there were rumors where. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese, if they found a, a pizza slice on someone's plate that had not been eaten, they, reuse it. they would put it back on the buffet. Now that was, now that was a rumor, and I know I know another comedian was like, I thought that that was just understood. Like yeah. whenever, whenever you went to Chuck E. Cheese, it's like, yeah, you know, I didn't finish this slice of pepperoni, so you know, it's probably going to be put back up there. Yeah, and you know, what's it hurt really? Because there's so many germs probably wandering around that place. Ugh, I, I can't even imagine. But you definitely. Didn't get a great deal on the tickets and the and the prizes. Um, probably one of the better parts of it is if the the person who was dressed up in the 
the Chuck E. Cheese, like more like the, the mascot costume, like walked around the yeah the, the restaurant and like waved at people. Which and that's always that's somebody's drunk uncle and that's that, someone's and that drunk uncle or like an eighteen year old. He's like trying to fill up somebody's mom. Yeah, uh, and unfortunately, that's probably true. Um, so, but but thank you for for pointing that out and allowing the audience to to yeah. imagine that uh, Chuck E. Cheese uh, getting handsy with someone's mom. Speaking of moms, I think moms liked the idea of Chuck E. Cheese because of the security system that they had. If you remember, whenever you would walk in, uh, someone would be oh, sitting. the black light. Yeah, someone would be sitting. And that's the only place you want that black light. <laughs> Trust me. You do not want that black light touching or showing any other thing in that restaurant. No. But the one good use for it was right there at the door where they stamped you with some sort of invisible ink. Yeah. Um, and it was like a number. I, if, and who knows if they do this still, but whenever I went, they would stamp your hand uh, with like the number eight. They would stamp your mom's hand with the number eight, mm-hmm. whoever else was with you with the number eight. And then whenever you were leaving, you would have to show them your hand again and the number would pop up and it would have to match with the people that you were with. Of yeah. course, to keep people from kidnapping kids just going in because that'd be like a watering hole if you didn't have some sort of security system. But right. they they let the they let the kids just run free because of that security, right? Yeah, you could just... I, yeah, I imagine that's why parents liked it. You yeah. go in, you sit down, and you get to just sit there and, and you don't, stuff yeah. your face full of pizza and just just right. go, get and, away from me. And at one point, you do have some sort of responsibility to... If your kid is like climbing up the side of the of the pizza buffet, like, hey, right. go get your... Go get Jeffrey. He's, he's go climbing Go get that up. little gremlin. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, you just kind of sit back relax and you just get to not worry about your kid for however long you're there, right. which would be nice. It'd be kind of a, a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot of nostalgia around Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, just those, those good times that you had the birthday parties. I remember I went to all kinds of birthday yeah, parties. Birthday parties were great. Great place to have a birthday party. And I think that that's why it hurts so much whenever they did the rebrand because it used to be, remember it started with a, with a, a rat that had a New Jersey accent that was insulting people. Which is hilarious. And then it went to, I guess, if, if you can even say this, a cleaner rat, uh, but it was still a rat, to now the cartoon version of Chuck E. Cheese is more like a mouse. They've kind of changed him to a mouse. You've hmm. seen the rebrand of Chuck E. Cheese, have you not? I mean, I've seen pictures. Yeah, it looks now, like, like the mouse off of Tom and Jerry. Yeah, that traditional that traditional rat where you know it looks like he's kind of got like a five o'clock shadow. That's no more. Now it's a cartoon. Yeah, uh, and it's a lot more clean cut. That's where going back to what you said about like a, a movie where they're getting the band back together, um, you would have to probably do it with characters that are similar. Uh, but I don't know if you would ever be able to get the rights to it since right. they have now kind of distanced themselves from that traditional. Um, but man, rat. what a movie that would be! Great movie, I would. We we did million dollar ideas, uh, however many episodes ago. Mm-hmm. That is a million dollar idea. Yes, it that is. would it that would bring at least a million dollars in, at the box office. I yes. think personally, so. I just now I kind of want to go back, to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, we should have done this episode from a Chuck E. Cheese. We should have. It would have been a little loud. Um, is the is the one near us still open? It is. It is. You don't ever see that many people there, though. I it thought just, it closed. It just makes me sad because it used to just be such a, 
a happening place. You couldn't barely get a parking spot right. at a Chuck E. Cheese. And now it's just wide open. Um, I'm sure probably half the games work in there. It, it, yeah. it's, it's definitely kind of like it's, it's like the kingdom has fallen a bit. Yeah. And it's a it's a shadow of itself. If is that the phrase? Yeah. Um, it's it's nothing like what it used to be. It is a fall from grace. Uh, but I haven't been back to check it out myself. But I think part of me doesn't want to, because it make you sad. I have the memories. I have the the good times stored away in the Chuck E. Cheese folder in the bank. Uh, so I would hate to go back and and say, oh man, like what happened and then, to this place? Th- that's the worst kind of pain too, almost because yeah. it's like pl- going and playing an old video game that you used to play every day for hours and you loved it and you go back and you're like this game sucks yeah this is no good it used to be fun yeah the graphics suck doesn't even look right and Dude. i, I want to before we wrap up i do want to apologize for calling chuck e cheese a possible watering hole for kidnappers um <laughs> what i was what i was just trying to say is like that would be a, a very popular place for a kidnapper to go if not for the security if not for the security system I wasn't, I wasn't trying to say anything offensive there. I just want to make that clear. But that's going to do it for this episode of All You Need to Know, AY and 2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.